Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League, your number one source for all of the Horizon League's top headlines. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. All right, everybody, welcome in. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. How are you? Thank you for tuning in and hanging out with us here today. I'm excited for today's guest that we are about to bring on here in just a few moments. Darren Horn, the new head coach for the Norse of Northern Kentucky. Uh, He will join us coming up here in just a few moments as we set the stage a little bit. Can you believe it that we are like less than two weeks away, I think just over a week and a half away from tipping off Horizon League play. Uh, I feel like the season just started, and you think back, it's already been over a month and a half already of Horizon League basketball, at least from the non-conference portion of the schedule, and uh, there's a lot to dive into. Right now, when you look at the Horizon League standings, again, Wright State, they got a win last night in their second-to-final non-conference matchup. They'll close out with Toledo coming up on Saturday. Northern Kentucky will have UNC Greensboro on Saturday as well. Now, Wright State at the top, 9-3 and three overall. You have Northern Kentucky at 8-3. and three. Keep in mind, those two teams are the teams everyone circled coming into the year. How about Youngstown State at 6-5? and five. Milwaukee, 5-6. Five and six. Oakland, 5-6. and six. Then you have Cleveland State and UIC jumbled up there in the middle at 4-7, and seven, as well as the Jaguars, IUPUI, 4-8. and eight. And then there's Green Bay and Detroit at the bottom, three and eight for the Phoenix, Detroit one and nine. Uh, and keep in mind, a lot of these teams play tougher non-conference schedules than the other. Um, and it's interesting when you talk with all the different coaches about their philosophy when it comes to scheduling in the non-conference, it varies from one coach to the other. But regardless, I think that the standings tell the tale just a little bit. I don't put a lot of stock into non-conference records too much because again, everyone's playing a different kind of non-conference schedule. However, we're going to know the, the part of the season that matters the most, which is the Horizon League schedule, the conference schedule. That's coming up, and all of these teams, regardless of how they put the schedule together, their main goal is to be able to put enough teams on the non conference schedule that are going to challenge them enough to prepare them for Horizon League play. Before we get to our interview with Darren Horn, just a reminder that being a listener of the Reach the Horizon podcast does have its benefits, including exclusive access to tickets to the Horizon League Basketball Championships. To thank you for listening, you can save $5 per ticket by using the code HLPODCAST at checkout. Again, visit HorizonLeague.com and use the code HLPODCAST at checkout. I look forward to seeing you in Indianapolis. All right, that means, I mean, look, we've been doing that read on this podcast for a few months now, and I'm like, man, we're talking about Horizon League Men and Women's Basketball Championships. That seems so far off in the distance. Folks, it's already nearing the end of December. Like, we are so close. To, I mean, conference play is going to tip off, and then it's just going to be a blink of an eye, and then we're already going to be talking about the conference championships. All right, so my guest today... Uh, Darren Horn, first-year head coach for the Norse in Northern Kentucky, he inherited quite the storied program in this conference. They haven't been in the conference long, uh, but they have represented the Horizon League in two of the last three NCAA tournaments. They've been battling it out with Wright State and some of the other top teams in the conference for regular season conference titles. They've been battling it out with all the top teams for tournament conference titles. This is a team that has been battle-tested over the years and has a lot of experience that returned from the Coach Brandon years. Now, they did lose the Horizon League Player of the Year in Drew McDonald, who was our guest on the podcast just a few weeks ago. But I love the philosophy of Coach Darren Horn. He comes in with an energy that a program like this needs. We're going to talk about this with him in this interview. But my favorite thing about Coach Horn, if you follow him on social media, some of my favorite things about him, he literally 
would have stacks of Northern Kentucky t-shirts and to help generate the buzz of the program. He would walk around campus. He would go and just walk up to random students and kind of get to know them a little bit, ask if they you know, have been to a game. Uh, he would get to know them a little bit, and he would give them Northern Kentucky basketball gear and say he's looking forward to seeing them in that gear you know, at BB&T Arena during the season. I think that's fascinating. I love when coaches really take it into their own hands of going out to promote their own program. It's not their responsibility, but I like when coaches show that initiative and take that upon themselves to do that. Darren Horn does that amongst a lot of other things. This is a program that has lost its starting point guard uh, from the very beginning. Again, uh, you know, that's the thing about this group is that they've come together despite losing some of their top players and they're still playing at the highest of levels. Something that you can say about some of the other top teams in the conference as well. All right, let's get to it. First year head coach for the Northern Kentucky North, Darren Horn. He's our guest on this week's Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Coach, welcome in, sir. How are you? I'm doing great, Justin. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I've been looking forward to having you on for a while now. I know it's an exciting time of year as Horizon League plays coming up just around the corner. Uh, and we'll get into all that coming up in a moment. But with this being your first full season as head coach with the Norse, you know, with only one game left in the non-conference, just how do you feel about this year's team right now at 8-3, and three, taking over for Coach Brandon, you know, losing a Horizon League player of the year and Drew McDonald? You took over a pretty experienced roster. How do you feel about where you guys sit right now heading into your final non-conference game of the season? Yeah, you, you know, I, th- I think you just touched on it, Justin. We, we, we did return quite a few guys that uh, had some experience. But, you know, that said, also lost the player of the year. And so all of those guys are in elevated roles, uh, you know, with greater responsibilities. And, and uh, on top of that, we lost Justin Tate. Uh, I'm sorry, Jalen Tate, uh, three days in. And so, or three games in. And so, you know, it's it's been one of those deals where we've kind of been a, a, a trial by fire and, and uh, trying to figure out the best way for our, our team to to be its best on the fly. And uh, been we've been really proud of our players and and uh, the response that they've had to the adversity that we faced and, and playing in new roles uh, and and uh, the ability that we've had to, uh, to to work through that and find a way to get a few wins. Now, Coach, you have had coaching experience you know, in the past at Western Kentucky and South Carolina, obviously the last three seasons an assistant with Texas. When this head coaching opportunity presented itself once again, uh, I'm not familiar with what other opportunities you've had, but what was it about this Norse job, about the Horizon League? What was it that caught your eye? What opportunities presented itself that you said, you know what, I could do something here? Uh, what gave you that confidence that you can come here and, and do something with this? Well, I, I think the first and most obvious uh, probably is the fact that, you know, they, they've had success here. And, uh, you know, it's uh, even in a transitional uh, situation, they, they, they've uh, done very well and, and been at the top of a league and have been in the NCAA tournament. And, and obviously John Brandon and his staff uh, did an outstanding job both in recruiting and, and coaching the team and, and building the program. And at the same time, you know, it's, it's really hard to do that if there's not great commitment uh, and support already in place at the school. And so it just, it just kind of told me that it's a place that uh, is committed to winning and, and can win. And so that, that was very attractive. And then, and then I, th- I think the other thing is, uh, you know, coming, coming to a place where, where basketball really matters and, and, and not only have they had some success, but I think there's also a great opportunity for growth. And, and I think a big part of that, you know, is, is the league that we're in. I think the Horizon League is a, is a basketball league with basketball schools. And I think all of those schools are, are, are on the rise and, and getting better and making progress in their programs. 
BB&T Arena, the facilities, I mean, it's actually one of my favorites. I live here in Dayton, and I cover a lot of Wright State games, and I always make sure I, I head to Northern Kentucky every time that those two, you, you know, these two teams play. And that's one of my favorite arenas to go to. It just has such a, a great atmosphere there, especially for that Wright State-NKU matchup. Um, but you guys set a record this year for most season tickets sold. You talked about the growth opportunity. You know, in Cincinnati, you have, obviously, Cincinnati. You have Xavier. You know, there's a lot of competition there. But for you to find a niche there has been pretty impressive and fun to watch, the growth of the program from a popularity standpoint within your city as well. Well, I mean, again, I think it's an area that really cares about basketball. You know, there's a great tradition here uh, going back even to the D2 days with, with a, a program that played for a national championship. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I, I think there's, you know, plenty of population around and, and Northern Kentucky grads in the area that, uh, you know, we can continue to build this. And I, I think a big part of that and a huge focus for me and our staff has been uh, continuing to build our student support as well. I mean, there's no doubt that in every arena around the country, uh, when the student uh, crowd is big and rowdy, that it, it completely transforms the atmosphere in the building. And so uh, we're really hoping as we get into league uh, play next month that uh, our students will come out in full force and, and, and really make this an even even better environment for basketball. Yeah, one thing I've really respected about you and the job you've done already here, uh, I follow you on social media, on Twitter, and it was fun seeing you kind of, you you make your way around campus. You know, you bring NKU, you know, products with you, and you make sure that you're getting the T-shirts out there. You're, you're, you know, you're trying to spread the passion for the uh, for the program, obviously. I just found that very unique and very cool to see you, you know, taking that time to go out and try to, you know, bring the program out to the student body as well. Well, you know, again, I think our, our, our best chance for success is, is for us to be connected in our university community and, and for our students to be a part of it. And, you know, Justin, at the end of the day, you know, college basketball is, you know, a big-time deal now. It's, it's, it's big business. There's, there's television and media and all kinds of things attached to it. But ultimately, our, our players are student athletes, and, uh, you know, those are the people they go to school with, and, and, and we are their basketball team, uh, first and foremost. Uh, you know, our, our basketball team is, is uh, you know, belongs to our students, so to speak, and is a representation of our student body. And so I just think it's, it's, it's ultra important that we're uh, connected to them and that uh, they understand that they're a big part of what we're doing. What I love, too, about the Horizon League coaches, you know, obviously the, the ESPN partnership with the ES, all games could be aired on ESPN Plus and ESPN 3. Um, but you guys, you know, it's pretty unique, too. We get to watch a lot of your games here in this area as well because of Fox Sports Ohio. You having that opportunity, too, to have your program and have your games be displayed uh, on many different networks, I'm sure, is a huge plus in getting that product out there as well. No, it, it really is. And, you know, I think one of the things that we hope is going to be attractive uh, to, to recruits and their families that have a chance to watch that is, you know, they're, they're going to see a facility uh, that you want to play in. And, and again, as we get into Horizon uh, play and they see the, the, the support and the atmosphere that we have, but then also they're going to see the way we play. You know, we, we play a fun style of basketball. It's it's player-friendly offensively in terms of spacing and the freedom we give our guys. Now, there, there, there's a price tag that comes with that. You, gotta, you have to give us tremendous effort and really play hard on the defensive end. Uh, but if you do that, we're, we're, we're going to spread the floor and allow you to make plays. I think we've got four guys this year uh, that have set career highs uh, for their college career uh, on the offensive end, and, and uh, a couple of them by, by a long shot, not just a point or two. And so, you know, I, I, I hope that, uh, you know, those games uh, give uh, recruits in the area uh, an opportunity to see that, you know, this is the kind of place that they want to be. 
Yeah, Coach, one of those players you mentioned, Dantes Walton. Obviously, I had an opportunity to watch him in high school. Uh, obviously, here in Ohio, he's a D3 co-player of the year uh, during his high school days. And just to see the jump from being you know, a very talented role player to now being one of your offensive leaders, the growth in his game has been fun to watch from my perspective. What have you seen in practice from the time that you first stepped foot on campus to where he is now? How much growth have you just seen from an on-the-court standpoint for him? Well, it's, it's it's been tremendous, and I, you know I don't know if I've ever been uh, more proud of a, of a young man and, and the growth that he's made in such a short time. And it and it's really a result of two things, and they're all a credit uh, to Walt, and and that's that he, he got himself in great shape uh, and really paid the price this summer and, and preseason in the fall uh, to to condition himself and, and get himself in, in tremendous uh, uh, shape. And then I think the second thing is he's really changed his mentality. He was kind of a guy, because he's got the player of the year on the floor, because Jalen Tate's running the team and taking a lot of responsibility, kind of was happy to be in the background. And, and, and because of that, maybe not played uh, as consistently or with the kind of effort or, or, or aggressiveness that he needs to to be his best. And, and to his credit, he has flipped that uh, switch uh, mentally as well. And it's been a guy that has been just unbelievably consistent uh, for us and at a high level, not just scoring the basketball, but, but in every facet uh, for our team. Darren Horde, head coach for Northern Kentucky, the Norse of Northern Kentucky with us here. He's our guest on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Final two things, coach, and we'll let you go again. We appreciate your time this week uh, and joining us with the Horizon, with Horizon League play coming up just around the corner. I'm always interested in coach's take on this. How much of an eye do you keep on what other teams in the conference are doing during non-conference? Do you just keep your eye strictly on your program and your program's growth? Or do you kind of keep an eye on what some other teams in the conference are doing in the build up to the season? Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a guy that uh, focuses on uh, our team and, and our program, what's going on with us, especially given the circumstances that we've had with uh, with losing our uh, our starting point guard and, and trying to figure some things out with a lot of new guys and and uh, you know them them getting used to me. I mean, I obviously get to see some scores and and follow some things from afar, uh, but uh, we're, we're going to have our hands full when we get into Horizon League play, and and we've had our hands full in non-conference play. So we're just literally, uh, not to sound like a a coach, but we're really just trying to take it one day at a time and, and, and the next game and, and to worry about that. And we'll do the same when we get into league play uh, because we know every game is going to be tough. Yeah, when we were coming into this season, I said it's a, it's a lot of season anew for the Horizon League. There's a lot of new coaches. There's a new program coming in next year uh, in Fort Wayne, and then obviously a new host site for the Horizon League Men and, Basket- Men and Women's Basketball Championships. I, I know right now it's all about the regular season. Horizon League play hasn't even started, but uh, when you heard that the, co- the host site for the Men and Women's Conference Basketball Championships is going to be in Indianapolis, what were your initial thoughts? Well, I, I think the thing for us, selfishly, is that you know, I think we have an opportunity to travel well there. Uh, you know, again, we, we get outstanding support. You know, we've, we've been to Ball State and Miami of Ohio, um, you know, both, you know, one an hour and one a couple hours away, and, and have had people uh, in the stands and, and, and great representation for Northern Kentucky. And so, uh, you know, I hope, I hope for our uh, fans, it gives them an opportunity because it's a little closer this year uh, to come out and uh, get to enjoy the, the tournament experience. All right. Well, Coach, thanks so much for your time. Best of luck as you wrap up uh, non-conference play this weekend, and uh, best of luck as Horizon League play looms just around the corner. Okay, Justin. Thanks for having me. 
All right, good stuff there. Darren Horn, head coach for the Norris and Northern Kentucky men's basketball coach. Good enough to be our guest this week on this week's edition of Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. While you wait for the next podcast to drop, stay up to date with the Horizon League. Visit horizonleague.com and follow at Horizon League on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat for news and exclusive behind-the-scenes access. All right, we appreciate you listening. Just a reminder, make sure you are checking and checking every Wednesday when we drop a new podcast. Make sure you're subscribing and downloading to the Reach the Horizon podcast. Tell your friends and family about us. And also, it would be very helpful if you leave a nice five-star review or any star review that you want, but we prefer fives. Leave a nice review uh, in the comment section. Again, we really appreciate it, and uh, we hope that you continue to tune in each week, and uh, we hope that you're enjoying the podcast as much as we are enjoying putting it on for you. That wraps it up for us. Until next week, this has been Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League.